You are listening to Spilling the Tea, a real estate podcast with Christy Macero and Sheila Maycheck. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Spilling the Tea, a real estate podcast with your hosts, myself, Christy, and Sheila Maycheck. Today, spilling the tea with us is Gets ID'd at the local bar, Agent David Smith, and Sheila's lovely sister-in-law, mother of two, and extreme cookie baker, Tina Taylor. I had no idea you were going to bring that up. I can't I believe it. I'm 36 years old, and I'm told that in Canada you have to be 19 to enter a pub. Yeah. I'm literally double the age. Well, Not you know, quite. you you yeah. It is. I if I was 18, I should get kicked out. They just don't know that you're 36, 36. on the inside, but or you're 63 on the inside, but yeah. 36 on the outside. They don't know you're an old soul. A gray beard. <laughs> they just thought you looked young, buddy. Yeah. Um, so our topic today, sorry everyone, uh, our topic today is all about home security systems becoming more and more common. They offer real-time alerts, motion detection, video monitoring, analytics, as well as fire protection, which is kind of cool. It's no wonder that the increased popularity in home surveillance has made it for some interesting situations with homeowners being able to be a fly on the wall for all their home selling situations. Snooping. Snooping. Mm-hmm. The Straits Research Center did a study regarding doorbell camera market size and concluded that North America is the most dominant region. It's estimated to reach an expected value of 915 million U.S. by 2030. Wow. That's a lot of cameras. It's a lot lot of of cameras. cameras. Yeah. So let's get into some tea spilling, Sheila. Tell us, do you have a home security system? You got cameras? If there's any criminal criminal <laughs> criminals listening, if there's any criminals, if listening, you're a criminal, <laughs> yeah, I have so many cameras. No, I actually don't have a home security system at all. And what is your address? Yeah, <laughs> and where do you live? Yeah, uh, do you have any cameras inside your house? I do. Actually, what you have Hang inside on. and not outside? Yeah, I do. Yeah, they're well, inside. Same. Yeah. Okay. No comment. Where are they? <laughs> they're in the cat room. They're for the cats. Of course. They're in the cat room. So unless you had a cat burglar, burglar, oh, you no. wouldn't know. Oh, ah, ah. It's Christy pretty cheese. bad. Yeah. Um, how often do you look at these cameras? Uh, when we first got the cats, it was <laughs> hourly. Um, but now, <laughs> but now, not so much. Now it's just once. If we're away on holiday. It's so interesting that you're like, you know what? It's been 55 minutes. I should probably check in on the cat. In yeah. Sheila's defense, she had she she had adopted rescues that were traumatized. So watching them even come out of their beds was like a big deal. Okay. Yeah. So that's and she loves cats. I yeah. almost felt bad there, but no, they're still cats. Let's yeah. get. <laughs> Sheila, when your house was for sale and you had that ring doorbell outside. Did you watch the buyers come? I may have watched just to make sure people were actually going in. And like, okay, yeah, the showing's there now, so I know they're in. So I know they're going to take a half hour if they're late. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go come home for another extra 15 minutes because they're running behind. So I would for sure click on that thing. So did you, did you look? Were you like, who are they? I might have snooped. which is pretty common uh in my house we absolutely have cameras outside and everybody knows us because i actually posted a video online of me walking out to pee my dogs in the backyard and it was before we had turf and there was a giant big puddle and um i i slipped and i went into the puddle it It was was, bambi on ice it was very moist (laughs) 
And I just, I could not believe it was like a, a freezing cold. And I just st I sat there and I was like, oh my God. And I got up slowly. And You're in your pajamas. I was in my pajamas. Remind us where this is posted. Yeah. It's online. People, I can get it to you. Don't thank worry. You. Thank I, you. I literally had someone in my office last week be like, oh, your video was so funny about you falling in the dirt. And this was just last week. And of course I posted that years ago. Oh wow. And you want to know who found that video really fun? She did ask me if I was okay, but <laughs> Sheila couldn't breathe <laughs> when we rewatched it and she's trying to keep really quiet and you she's scared your own dog <laughs> she's crying yeah my shepherd leapt back in oh. fear like because i fell so quickly yeah and you just froze you just didn't move you didn't move at all and your dog came to check on you and of course i can see you starting to get up but i know and i can see the ick from the from <laughs> however far away it is i'm like you're really wet right now. It was <laughs> very wet, very cold, very shocking on the bottom. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I was in my I pajamas. It was like, Whoa, you know, like an yeah. ice cold enema. Um, okay, so uh, Tina. Yes. Do you have cameras in your home? Yes, but not on the outside. Okay, so what what's your primary reasoning for having those cameras so we have three one is in each kid's bedroom so this is like a wi-fi camera that you can log in obviously from not being there right. and one is in our garage oh, okay okay so we have them uh pretty much the one in the garage is to make sure my husband closes the garage door when he leaves the house that's what happened <laughs> and that one will give me an alert if it senses movement Right. Uh, in the kids' bedrooms, uh, we live in a townhouse, and we have Wi-Fi cameras in there so we can go to our neighbor's house for a drink when kids are sleeping. Nice. Okay. It's very, very, planning. very practical uses. Um, how long have you had them installed for? Um, probably like three, three and a half years. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it, was there a reason why you installed the one in the garage? Yes. Like, okay. So did you have, did, was it just that the door was left open? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Like, did something happen, or were you just like, yeah. we had it, and it just happened to be left open? We live yeah. in an area with a lot of porch pirates, oh, so... porch pirates. Yeah, just, I guess, to make sure no one's in our garage when my husband leaves it open. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I it's love very... that we're both the spouse that has the spouse that leaves <laughs> oh, the garage. Right. Yeah, you're right. That's I true. Hope Amanda's not listening to this, yeah. but if she is, you know what's true, babe. Evan, who, by the way, is Sheila's brother, would... 1,000% deny this, but oh, it is I, true. We, gonna, have it, we have it recorded. Yeah. It's a fact it's now. It's a fact now. It's a fact. It's on the internet and no one can fact check it. I can it bring up the neighborhood group chat as proof because we've been notified <laughs> that it's open through that as well. Yeah. Um, and that time I did uh, go see who was going to go close the garage door for us. Right. And it was very entertaining to see someone hit the button and then dodge out of the... Because oh, they have to run. Yeah. Jump oh, the, the line. Yeah, jump the laser. And then once I realized, like, oh, this is mean, I was like, out. just open mm -hmm. my car door and use the clicker. <laughs> yeah. And then throw it back in the garage. <laughs> I love that so much. It's um, like the Ocean's 10 or 11, the one where all the laser beams are going around the guy's... Oh, that's yeah. what I pictured in my head when someone's trying to run out of the garage really quickly. I imagine that's what you picture. I can hear, yeah. I can almost in my head, I can hear the sound of a garage door yeah. being hit by someone's head. <laughs> Painful. Yeah. yeah. Tina, do you have many friends and family that own cameras? Like that's pretty commonplace in your family or? Um, not so much, actually. Okay. I think I like one person in my family that I'm aware of anyways, and one of one close friend that I know of. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to David now. Now, for the people who are listening and can't see us, David and I are actually wearing plaid, and it looks like we're in some form of gang. Yeah, dangerous Scottish gang. <laughs> David, would you join a gang with me? I, I think... 
think we're already in one. I think we are. Can you talk a little bit about the gang that we belong to? Uh, we're in a gang that uh, used to be called Fight Club. And <laughs> we don't even know why. It's called the Healthy Curry Club. It is. And we seem to have forgotten why we called it that. But one night late on a WhatsApp chat, we decided that we were called the Healthy Curry Club. It's true. There's um, about nine of us that are in that group. Yes. We've been together for six years now. Yeah. Wow. It's and uh, we help each other. It's the be... longest group project ever. I know. <laughs> I know. And just like most group projects, one person does all the work. <laughs> And it's Christy. I was going to guess. I, was gonna I wonder guess. who that is. Who keeps us organized and yes. does not let us get up from a table until we have the next date on the calendar and she'll be the one that sets the agenda and yes. then we'll all show up and, and have lots of fun but also help each other be good at what we do. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So David what was Smith, it called again? It's called Healthier Curry Club. The Healthier Got Curry it. Club, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> Making sure I heard that right. Yeah, you did. Oh, you did. Yeah. Now I want curry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll order some. Um, so David and I belong to the same brokerage, same as Gary Voigt. You're going to see him in a different podcast. Uh, David, talk a little bit about the brokerage really quickly because he is part owner. What can you tell us? So Royal LePage Wilson Croft. Yes. Uh, we are based out of Langley. Mm -hmm. We have agents all throughout the Fraser Valley and the lower mainland. Um, I believe by the time this is released, it will be public knowledge, but we did make it as the number one brokerage in the Fraser Valley, uh, which is great news and all thanks to our agents. And that was based on both volume and um, dollar volume. So we're proud of all our agents and glad That's that super cool. people like you are taking on the leadership roles in the, in the brokerage Oh, well. congratulations, guys. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're pretty excited. We love our brokerage, so we have no problem speaking highly about it because it's true. Yep. So it's super, super cool. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so back on topic, do you own a smart home security system? Uh, I do. I own an Arlo system. Oh. Uh, and honestly, I am so angry at Arlo. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, tell I us about this it. This is the T. What does it do? I'm going to spell this T. <laughs> <laughs> I got an email. <laughs> I didn't expect to talk about this, but now that you asked me... I'm, Nobody, I, if, if you're not watching, he has his hands on his I hips. did. I just put my yeah, hands on my I don't know him. I'm tearing up a little bit he right now. I'm J Jeremy on the <laughs> Jeremy, media right now. You laugh, laughing. You laugh. It's okay. They just increased my monthly subscription from $12.99 to $19.99 monthly. That's some Disney and, gouging right and, there. And yeah. here's the problem, right? These cameras, unless I pay the monthly, which... I was not paying originally when I purchased this system, which I spent hundreds, thousands of dollars on all these cameras all over the house, including like a one that lights up over the garage. Ooh. Like it's, they, I thought this is a great buy, but um, now or a few, like maybe a year ago or so, I'm so I'm so heated about this. I can barely get the words out. <laughs> no, okay, bring it on, bring it so, on. <laughs> like let it ago, out, David. Just I'm let gonna, it out. I'm just gonna go. Y'all need to shop and let me rant about Arlo. So. <laughs> About a year ago, I get an email saying, okay, you, you need to go on a subscription mm -hmm. um, and all of your footage will be stored in the cloud. There is no, like, and all of a sudden I'm paying for this. I wasn't mm. paying for it before. Oh. Um, so I was paying $12.99. Mm. And then, like, on the weekend, they upped it to $19.99. And my cameras are basically, like, just decorations unless I now pay this. So oh, I'm not wow. particularly happy so with it. So it's kind of holding you hostage to the system. Holding me hostage, exactly. Okay, and do they own the hardware? Uh, I own the hardware. Okay. That's the that's the problem. I yeah. bought the freaking hardware. <laughs> I've sure upgraded the base cameras. station. <laughs> so I don't know if you wanted me to go on that ramp, but I I clearly needed to have it. I so. feel like we just woke the kraken. Yeah. yeah so right? don't don't buy Arlo systems, guys. 
Watch out for They're never going to be a sponsor here, I'm how, afraid, ladies. So. <laughs> how often uh, do you look at your camera system? Uh, I'd say daily. Okay. Yeah, most days. Um, what was your primary use and, like, reason for getting them? I think, like, deterrent, like, detection and deterrence are okay. really, really important. Like, right. I think if a, if a potential criminal, a porch pirate, as Tina put it, mm-hmm. um sees cameras around your home i think that's pretty key yeah that's why i got the one that kind of lights up the whole garage as well so that people know that you know they're on camera um so i got it for that it's also just nice to know like as the kids are running around the outside the house and that kind of thing like i can see my daughter like you know cycle by on her bike with her little purple helmet and um (laughs) you know it's, it's brilliant so i love it that is excellent i actually i go on a walk around my neighborhood and somebody has a motion sensing camera, which is fine, light comes on, but it announces on a loudspeaker, you are being recorded. Oh, and it will do what? it no matter what time of day you're at. So I can't really? loud is that. It? It's pretty loud. Oh my I'm god, let's I would do be it. a disgruntled neighbor. Yeah. No, I, let's let's do it. I'm let's on the sidewalk, the front yards are pretty big, and it is announcing really loudly, you are on camera, which is fine, great, but I couldn't imagine being a neighbor like with your master bedroom. No, that'd right be there. really annoying. Oh yeah. my gosh, we should definitely go walk past that person's house people, like ten times. You live in like a walkable neighborhood, like I yeah. feel like people would yeah. walk by that a lot. They do. So we're gonna we're gonna go into our our scenarios here, okay. um, and I just want to go over privacy laws. So homeowners are allowed to have cameras in and outside their home. Okay, some stratas they have rules about privacy. You know, if they're uh, mounted outside. Yeah, more and more. But even that, like they have to approve. Yeah. Yes. The membrane and. Yeah. That's right. So it's common, common property, property, but but a lot of stratas are becoming more receptive to this because it's very important and home deliveries are so rampant now. Um, so you're allowed to have rampant home deliveries. Yeah. Rampant. Just happening all they're over everywhere. the place. Amazon thank Prime. You. Yeah. There's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, COVID. So you've got these cameras inside and outside of people's home. And when you're when you're going to go purchase a home, there's actually no expectation for privacy inside or outside somebody's home, except for the bathroom. Okay, understandably, because if not, then you're going to get charged with voyeurism because there is an expectation of privacy in a bathroom. Fair. Like you've looked okay? into this. I flipped into what? You've looked into it. Oh, I looked into it. So I actually know someone who was charged with voyeurism (gasps) because he had a recording device in his wife's bathroom and in their Mm. guest bedroom while the, the wife had friends over. Why did he have a camera in the bathroom? Uh, it was a recording device in the bottom of a bathroom, and he so was like audio. he was oh, so he was like a, a, a he full blown was oh, okay. charged. It Sorry, is, I thought it, it was like accidental. No, you, you <laughs> can I was like, my camera there. there. You can look it up. I knew okay. I do know somebody that did. They they were charged. You yeah. cannot, and it was his house. You cannot have recording devices in a bathroom or mm-hmm. where there's expectations of privacy. When you're house hunting you and you're walking through someone's home and you're outside, even those ring doorbells or anything like that, you have no expectation of privacy. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So we're going to get into our first scenario. Uh, Tina. Sure. Your home's for sale. Okay. Okay. You're listening to the clients make fun of your family photos. You're listening to the clients hate your freshly renovated choices. First off, as a homeowner, if your home was for sale, would you listen in? 1,000%. I am, I am, I will admit that I am probably one of the nosiest people you will ever meet. Okay. Yeah. So you would definitely like they go into the baby's room. You're like baby camera. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm too nosy and I can't help it. You're the person I warn my clients about. Probably. <laughs> yeah. You're probably. It's the- honestly why I like we always talk about. We live in a townhouse. We always talk about buying a home. Right. I don't think I'd be able to have basement tenants. Oh. Okay. Because I would be way too nosy. 
You'd install cameras. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, yeah. but I would be like way too nosy. Right. Look into them as much as I can. Like, it'd be yeah. awful. I have never heard that reason for not having a rental suite before. I have a rental suite, but it's a condo where not Separate. near me, so right. I can't spy on him. Uh, so it's not basement. Not within driving distance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can drive there, but yeah. it's out of, out of the way. <laughs> I don't do that often. <laughs> so yeah. say say you were listening in and you heard somebody point at your family photos mm-hmm. and say a comment that's like offhand mm-hmm. or because people unfortunately people are rude people oh totally are, right? especially if they don't I've think i a home buyer yeah <laughs> okay so you're walking through someone else now but, yeah. but as a homeowner how like would you would you pretend you know would you pretend you don't know I, like, I would pretend like I don't know okay I what people think of me doesn't really bother me too much um if they didn't like how we renovated something I get it because I've been to places where I don't, we haven't liked what they've renovated. So yeah, I don't really care. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Um, I wouldn't what, say anything I should say. Like right. I wouldn't yeah. tell the uh, realtor like, oh, I heard them say this. Yeah. And it this couple me. at one thirty said something about my faucet. Yeah. David, have you ever had a home? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had a homeowner listen in and, yes, and call? Yes. And, and be offended. And oh. I'm like, oh, oh guys, come on. We talked about this. This right. isn't a wise idea. Right. So if they listen in and they're going to listen, then you just I, warn them up front. You're I, like, I, I warn them up front. Right. Um, just as I warn my buyers up front. Hey, just assume that you're being recorded everywhere. But let's say in this instance, we're talking about the sellers. They hear something potentially offensive. I'm like, look, the, their money is green. Let's right. let's not get in the way of your own goals. Let's not take offense and let's look past the, that because, you know, they're bringing us a solid offer or something. So if you had somebody write an offer, Tina, if you had somebody write an offer on your home Mm -hmm. and you had heard these items and maybe they talked numbers or they talked about adjusting the price or anything that was really confidential, Mm -hmm. that'd be really hard to pretend like you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. How would you, how would you use that information? Like, would you use it to your advantage or? I guess it would depend on which way it was swaying. Okay. Right. Cause like if they're saying something negative and then they decide, well, we're going to offer a lower price because we're going to have to redo the floors or repaint or whatever. Um, I feel like that's like on the home buyer to be responsible for those costs and that you shouldn't like make us pay for that kind of technically, right? Like if they lower the price, it'd yeah. be kind of like we're paying for those renos. Right. And um, yeah, I don't, it's very rare. I feel that people buy a home and have to do nothing to it unless it's like a new build of and course. you've designed it yourself. Okay. It's very rare. So you're going to make adjustments depending on the information that's coming in. Yeah. If yeah. they've, if they were rude and whatever, and like David said, like, their money's green. Yeah. yeah. For me. That's great. That's a really yeah. good, that's a very, actually very good um, phrase to mm-hmm. use, right? Yeah. Like money's money. Yeah. Um, okay. David. Now we use, uh, I've, I've got a little shoe sign that we use in our listings. And on the bottom, there's, oh. there's a rider that says, and it's in red, it's in caps locks. It's nice and big. It says, you may be on camera with a little camera symbol. Now the homeowner might not even have cameras, but David, if you've got a homeowner with cameras, do you disclose that to people coming in the house? I have done in the past. Okay. Uh, I think when it was more unusual, the disclosure was more common. Um, but like you said, Christy, uh, you can't really have, you can't assume that you have privacy in someone's home. Yeah. So I'm finding that that disclosure is just becoming less and less common now on the sales side. Right. On the buy side, this first comes up because in a buyer consultation with my clients, I always ask like, how are you feeling about the process? And if I get like, I'm super excited, I'm very happy, 
then I'll be like, okay, well that actually does influence the way that we navigate this process. So let's say that you walk into it and it's someone that's like, I really want a chef's kitchen. Right. And they have that like beautiful kitchen. Right. That's an example where I'll be like, let's not freak out over the kitchen, in the kitchen, <laughs> and just be like, I'll sounds... pay whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. That this would be a good warning to me because exactly. I wouldn't think about that. I'd be like, Oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh. Love, it. Exactly. love this kitchen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And and I, I have honestly caught clients sometimes saying things even after that warning, like, how much are they asking? Let's just throw another 50 on or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, oh, guys, remember the conversation we had in my office the very first time we yes. sat down about the fact that you're probably getting recorded right now. Yeah. Like, let's be really cautious. I so, guess that can work two ways. Yeah. Because if you just go in there and you do love it, but you're like, ugh, this kitchen. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that can definitely work two ways. Yeah, totally. You just go around, Never like, knocking things a little yeah. bit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah I think uh, this could be a little bit better. This tabletop feels a little cheaper, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this fridge isn't cold. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's that's... that's that's great. Um, so, uh, famous, famous news story now. Uh, there was a realtor in British Columbia who uh, was working for the seller. Opened up the fridge. He was cracked quite open the milk. Thirsty. Took a sip. Awful. Out of the carton. How, how thirsty do you have to be to go for the milk? That's <laughs> what I don't get. There was running water. Hungry too. Why can't yeah. you use a cup? Like, get some milk. Fine. There's so many questions. There's so yeah, there's many questions. questions. Um, I believe they also sat on a couch where it wasn't the proper part of the couch and ended up breaking the couch. Oh. And this is your, oh, no. this is like, for the seller, it wasn't even, you know, it's, it, I don't know why I feel like it's worse, but it's worse for some reason if it was in a buyer's house. Like, at least they kind of know the seller. But even then, someone's drinking out of the carton. Like, why would anyone ever think that that's okay? Sorry, it was the seller's realtor? Yes. Okay. It was the listing agent who went in and did this in Can you imagine being that guy's managing broker and being like, hey, so your clients call me. Um, you, they were really upset. Yes. Why did you drink their milk? Like, oh, out of the carton. Out, out of, of the, the carton. I feel like that's the most important part. Yeah. It is. I, I'm, still hooked, is like, I'm still no. hooked up on the milk side of things. I'm like, you could have drank anything in the fridge. Why are you drinking this? It's just weird to me. So, Tina, as a homeowner, mm. like, what would you do? Like, I'm not talking Sheila if Sheila listed your home. Right. Yeah. I'm and talking like. And myself to your fridge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, we're talking yeah, like. That is difficult because, like, the realtor we did use is a family friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be concerning because you are trusting this person to be in your home and yeah. you. I feel like there's a level of expectations that that person's going to care for your home while they're there. Yeah. Um, I would not be upset if they help themselves to a beverage because upon leaving, we would probably say, oh, help yourself. I would expect that they use a glass. But even if a client said to me, like, help yourself mm-hmm. and I was really thirsty... Mm-hmm. I, there's no way I'm, <laughs> I'm doing it without texting them first, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like. Come on, just a quick text to say, hey, can I please have some, still can't get past the milk thing, but milk. Really needed the 2%. I'll, I the promise curtain. I'll use a glass. Like there are so many things that were overridden here. Yes. Yeah. And we, we do have that a lot. We have, we had a set of clients that said, oh, just make yourself at home, you know, have sure. a beer if you want or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. again, there's that, there's, especially with COVID, like crossing the line. I was going to ask putting, when this happened. Cause right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's just, that was just such a, within the last two years. Because yeah. it's already like risky having people in your home, yeah, in the middle of a pandemic. So right. yeah, and a then to see someone put their separate. what else did he put his mouth on? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, right. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, um, yeah. Because then you kind of wonder like what else is okay in that person's mind, right? There was a realtor in Vancouver who uh, 
buyers l roll up to a listing. They all, they, you know, they see grandma's memorial pear tree outside and then they take out shopping bags out of their car and load up oh, the family the pear tree. Yeah. Wild. Like, it just... That's way past due diligence. Oh, my like, God. So my parents had, like, a vegetable garden, like, a really big one growing up, and, like, people would steal vegetables. Oh, man. So imagine it's the realtor with all their clients. Buyers. Get out, and they get their little shovels, and they dig up all the carrots. Can you imagine? That's, no, I can't. Ugh. It's crazy, and I can't It really imagine. speaks to people's personalities. I'd be so Thank angry. You. Yeah, to me, it's an ethics thing, right? Well, it's, it's an a, invasion, oh, also. Yeah. Big time. Desecration. Mm -hmm. Desecration. Um, so... David, have you ever had a situation where your clients listen to the recording, they get it, you said yes. Um, have you ever had to discuss the cameras up front with your sellers or buyers and they didn't want you to disclose that the cameras were there? I don't think I've ever been asked not to disclose. Um, because we're not required to disclose, though, uh, it's really on the sales side, it doesn't come up particularly often. Okay. And I would expect a buyer's agent to be preparing their buyers the way that I'm preparing mine. Okay, here we go. Risky. Here we go. Oh, yeah, this, I know. Not every buyer's agent here, is as right? good as me. <laughs> like, so this, this is really like the theme of today, okay? okay? So it is okay for the seller to have cameras. Everybody knows that. It's okay except for the bathroom, mm -hmm. okay, except for the bathroom. But it's really on the buyer's agent to inform their clients yeah. to make sure that they warn them to to uh, manage emotions inside the house. Mm -hmm. My favorite is that they get outside the house so they think they're clear. They right. think they're free and clear. Ring doorbell. Yeah. And Ring that's where the most cameras are probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got caught the other day on one of my own clients' ring doorbells. Oh, no. Basically running away from their dog for about a minute. <laughs> <laughs> She opened the door. Oh my goodness. I had like light wash jeans on and everybody knows I'm pretty allergic to dogs. Oh, Don't no. like dogs jumping on me at the best of times. Yeah. This seller opens the door. Sorry, we're getting completely sidetracked no, no. again. This isn't another Arlo rant, I promise you. <laughs> and the dog like runs out immediately and it's been raining and we're on this like wooden deck. Oh. And the dog's like claws are like just painting my light wash jeans oh, like black. Goodness. And after like 10 seconds, I'm like, okay, okay. And then like 15 seconds, I'm like, is, is she going to grab the dog at some point here? It went on for like a good minute. And I'm just like slowly running around the patio. Well, not even, I'm just running around the patio. Your dog point. dodging. The whole thing was caught on camera. And <laughs> part of me wants to see that footage and part of me just hopes it doesn't exist anywhere. I had uh, Gary Voigt come over to help with a video that we were doing. Yeah. And he, he walked, he's very tall. He walked into a spider's web. And he freaked. Like he, oh, I he was see that like, video. I deleted it. I'm very loyal. Like no. I ended up getting rid of it. But he freaked out. It was, it was fantastic. Was, Does it have audio? Did he scream? It did not it, have audio, but it could. I heard I him. Yeah, him because I was on the other side of the door when oh, this yeah. happened. <laughs> waiting, we were gonna open it, and Jeremy was there, and it had fallen out of the pot light in the soffit, and it just kind of said. What did it sound like? She like, come on. Might have been high pitch. Uh, oh. Yes. <laughs> Oh, bud. A yeah. little surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming out and talking cameras with us today. We really appreciate it. And that's all the tea spilling we're going to do. So we hope everybody learned something. We look forward to next time. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Thank Cheers. you Always for coming. assume you're being filmed. Always. Thanks for Cheers. having Cheers. me. <laughs> I didn't use the handle on my cup. I feel oh, like dear. a degenerate. A degenerate. Thank you for listening to Spilling the Tea, a real estate podcast with Christy Macero and Sheila Maycheck.